1: Hey guys, welcome back. It's Resurrection at AfterBuzz. We're talking episode 103, Two Rivers. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and joining me on tonight's panel, as always, lovely Chelsea Bree. Hi guys. We got the uh, ever-manly G. Madison. <laughs> I'll take it. And Matt Lieberman. I don't need a descriptor. No, yes, he's just do. Matt Lieberman. <laughs> I'm just Matt Lieberman. <laughs> the man who needs no introduction. Except, except fine with the me. one I'm giving him. Thank you. Um, let's get right into it. Uh first reactions. What did you guys think? Uh I thought it was an,
2: a very interesting step <laughs> forward, especially considering the the tone of the last two episodes. What's becoming more and more apparent to me as the show goes on is the decision to make it about the real people handling the situation and making it an intimate drama instead of like a globe-spanning sci-fi series. Yes. is very very smart cuz we stay ver- we stay very very grounded in how these people are feeling grappling with this massive situation that they can't possibly understand and i think the most interesting and, and really important aspect of that is that marty he he is a law enforcement official but he effectively has no jurisdiction He's not an FBI agent. He's not, you know, the kind of guy who's running around with a gun. He is just a guy who is curious about the situation and concerned about a boy. Well, he is running he's around so with a invested. gun. I know, but he doesn't <laughs> have a, a ton of authority to use it. He yet. does have
3: a gun, yeah. And he's plays that badge
1: right out there so everyone can right. see it. Like he is mm-hmm. FBI. That's but he, you know, he's more him.
2: like casual man of
1: action, you know? Yeah. What I found great about this episode was that it keeps building on this sort of, sort of what you were saying, it's... Sort of slow mm-hmm. It's it's not a heavy paced action show But it's very like interesting Intriguing it's got a lot of that Fantasy aspect that I'm so Interested in it's like part of why I watch Television is for mm-hmm. stuff like this And I'm, I always go back to the lost Comparison it's just it's begging for it with a Mystery <laughs> t- show like this on ABC but the what made Lost so great to start out was that it started out slow. It was it was a simple premise of people crash on an island and they have to rely on each other to survive. The sci-fi elements of that show came in slowly. You got like the little tease in the pile of the monster, like something out in the woods, and that was it. And then it was just about people. This is They introduced a much bigger start, where yeah. you're, but you just dropped these people in, and then we're just dealing with their reactions. This could be happening globally. We don't know. But this is a very intimate look. A micro a little microcosm,
2: just asking a big question, what if people could come back from the dead and seeing how people deal with it on a very small scale?
3: And that works really well because we all want to connect with each one of them because of that reason. Mm -hmm. Because they make it like that, we can all go, Oh, oh, I get that. Oh, I know how Henry's feeling. Oh, I get how so and so's feeling. And Mag you know, so if they made it so big so quickly, we would be so like We'd be so separate. Much. Yeah, we'd be yeah. so distant to the, to the story.
2: It'd be hard to relate to the people, and I feel like we can really relate to really? a lot of these characters mm-hmm. and what they're dealing with. Anyone who's ever lost someone, you, we're getting a nice cross-section of all the possible reactions mm-hmm. uh, to death in a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the people are very different. There's no wasted space on this cast. Everyone's pulling really. their weight, and they're giving a different perspective on loss and rebirth.
1: Exactly. And it's no clearer than when we have Henry and Lucille showing, and they they really get into it in this episode, how they dealt with Jacob's death Mm -hmm. differently. But I think Mm -hmm.
4: it's really important that that stuff is starting to come out because when watching it, even the four of us sitting there, we have so many emotions and I think that this is the first episode where we saw real... Genuine emotion from these people that scene between Henry and Lucille when she just said, "How dare you yeah that was that was really intense, and I feel like even though we're only three episodes in, I've been waiting for something just to be like to grab on. I've been
3: actually waiting to connect with Lucille, like yeah, you know mm-hmm. I've been watching her go through this, and I totally feel her because she's a great actress, um but her character comes through so much clearer to me, and I get to connect with her because mm-hmm. now she's like. You know what? How dare you tell you tell me that I'm getting over it just like like like, right. like I'm over it already. Like I'm right. fr- like I'm finished. And it's really nice to see that. I mean, it's sad, but it's also nice to see that she is human, you know, in that she and not feels just
4: so completely mm-hmm. accepting in
3: yeah, right. this black and white
2: bizarre situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz she she jumped onto it so quickly, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she left that, us behind. That we need that <laughs> moment uh to connect with her and realize, you know, just how painful this loss was for her and that you know, just because she has hope that their lives can achieve some sort of normalcy again with this new Jacob doesn't mean that she doesn't miss the original Jacob every day.
4: But her point, which I think is really solid, why does there have to be two of them? Yeah. Why does there have to be two separate people—an old Jacob and a new Jacob? Well,
1: well, I, it's very clear. Yeah, there episode, is two. There are two, and there's there's one in the coffin, and as Maggie says, there's a carbon copy, or it what appears to be a carbon copy walking around mm-hmm. alive today. And they even he even pull uh, Marty Marty snips off the tag from the from the, the body, t-shirt. and it's identical.
2: Yeah, with the Jacob written out in marker,
1: almost mm-hmm. like you scanned it for a three D printer and just. Printed out a new Jacob. And for my stomach, I'm so glad they didn't show the uh, the remains in there. It's still ABC. You <laughs> oh, can't man.
3: show a kid's remains. Oh, yeah. thank you. Please don't zoom into that. But that they definitely did show us enough to know, like, wow, there is two. And so Henry continuing to say this one and that one, right, the one we had and the one we have mm. now, and separating those two. And then for mom, you know, f- from Lucille to definitely say, why does there have to be two, shows you that she knows there's two right, like, and I don't no know denying if, it.
4: absolutely, and I think she was saying that in more so of a way, not clearly. There's two separate boys physically, but I think that she meant kind of soulfully. Mm-hmm. You know, why do we have to separate if their personalities are exactly the same? Why and they does, look
2: exactly
3: the
4: same? And, right, they're the same person. Good why point. do you have? They, to, why can't
1: we lie to ourselves a little longer? Which they, is well, <laughs> what it feels like to me. Yeah, they appear for all intents and purposes to be. He appears to be Jacob, at least as far mm-hmm. as we can tell right now. Right. To me, Jacob's getting kind of creepy. Creepy, yeah. A little bit. In that that scene with the boat, when he says, um, let's build a boat, like before, it felt, to me, very calculated. Rehearsed,
3: like a line, like a script that he had. Like, it's how
1: you talk to, it's how like a a parent talks to, or an adult talks to a kid they're trying to connect with. They're trying to build a relationship by connecting to something that a kid enjoys. So you're saying so, that he
2: looked for something specifically to get an in with Henry. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm.
1: what that read like to me.
4: See, I want to agree with you, but I'm completely on the fence about that particular scene, because to me, I am so viewing Jacob as a kid, and he is so desperately wanting to connect with his father, because his father has this huge wall built up. So I kind of, I'm on the fence of taking it as he just knows that if he takes a little nudge to his dad, then he's going to get this connection. But at the same time, you guys are completely right, there was that creepy like aura to it that he there was something so much more behind the boat or wanting his dad to get closer to him
2: well here's here's the problem right as viewers we're watching a child grapple with the idea that he was dead and now that he's alive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just on that the basis of that alone the kid is going to be a little spacier right. and a little weirder than you. Then you know his parents would remember him because he's dealing with something impossibly big. So the big question for us as viewers: How much of that is a child grappling with the fact that he was dead, and how much of it could it be something far more nefarious, Absolutely. something? Bre- evil brewing underneath him that he may not even realize or understand because mm. we don't ultimately don't know what these things are right. are, are right. they people I mean genetically they are but Fred asks
1: the question what are you yeah and he turns to Jacob and Chills. he because Fred yeah that that's yeah and the way he stared at him as spine. he walked away uh. I mean, because Fred is right now not looking at Jacob as a child. He's looking at him as, like, a pod person, basically.
2: Yeah.
4: Fred is just looking Rightly at Jacob like so. he's this little robot. Mm-hmm. hes I feel like he – I think it's very clear that he has no filter and is so not worried about Jacob's feeling, let alone if he's a kid or a 75-year-old man. It's just – seems like he just wants answers and doesn't care how if he heard some or not
3: right and but you know? his his way of walking up to the house and saying okay let's play like old times mm-hmm. um i was i actually got excited for jacob and their connection to get kind of rebirth right. and oh he's gonna is he really trying yeah he's yeah. just
2: using him in this hunt for answers mm-hmm. let's get him as about, close uh, as i can yeah. about barbara's death um, you know, I don't want to skip ahead and talk about Fred's scene. I'm sure we're going to talk about it later yeah. the scene yeah, yeah. in we'll, the bar. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but what, what I loved most about this episode, really my favorite part of it is getting a view into Henry's mind because last episode, you know, the last two, we've just seen a lot of resistance on his part, but we haven't gotten to the whys and, and, and what is he feeling in this right. moment? And uh, bringing us back to that wonderful scene between him and Lucille where he talks about, you know, he still blamed – that he blamed mm-hmm. himself for Jacob's death for a long time. He taught him to
1: love the river. He
2: taught him to yeah. love the river. And we're also going to get into the river. Oh, a bit. yeah. Um, He taught him to love the river. And, you know, he says he doesn't blame himself anymore, but I feel like having this kid be here – Is is a
4: reminder. Is
2: a reminder that it was on some level Mm -hmm. his fault. Absolutely. And he doesn't know how to reconcile that fact. And I think it will be so therapeutic for him to start connecting with this boy and making up for lost time. But he's not ready.
3: Yeah. Well, he keeps hurting himself every time. (laughs) Every time he breaks down to
4: do it. Every time I look at him. and
2: psychosomatic tremor in Uh his arm Uh brought on by the stress of Jacob's death. That's now resurfaced, wow. and and is incredibly dangerous for him.
3: Can't imagine what that would feel like. I mean, to lose a child, to have your child, your young child, mm-hmm. die before you. Oh man,
2: it's yeah. the worst and thing. In bad. The world. Well, let's
1: let's talk about. the the river a little bit okay because the river is they just introduced an enormous piece of mythology to this story right at least that's how I'm seeing it
2: the two rivers uh, that converge on on the site of an old Civil Mm -hmm. War battle that uh, was so violent that the river ran with blood but the all of the people who have come back have some connection to this river Uh, Barbara who we haven't seen yet and Jacob fell in the river Caleb's ashes were spread in the river.
1: Well, we don't know. Let's Past just be clear on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's no evidence to suggest that Barbara is coming back at all. Fine, I'm 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 <laughs> on, I'm on my high horse
2: because because Sa- of the whole scene with Sam last week. We still have not seen her yet. You're right. There is no proof.
1: Yeah, I just want to be clear about that. But but the two people that we've met so far, at least at that point in the episode,
2: mm-hmm.
1: are t- their their remains have are been in, in that river. Mm-hmm. Caleb was in the river. And uh, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob was alive and then we find out that Caleb's ashes had been part of them, at least, had been spread into the river. river, Which that was a bit—that was the moment I think even Maggie start to starts to realize, which is on the hike. There's something connected here. I okay. mean,
3: that's that's it's it's getting crazy too. Especially if you think Matt has a theory. Yeah. I have a crazy of theory. Of you do. Of but like, but like for, does. All, for all of the soldiers that have that have died in that river to, to make that river red. I mean, for, to think that just being in the river and dying in it makes them come back would mean <laughs> a
2: whole a whole mess of Civil War soldiers right. are totally exactly. coming back. Well, when Maggie
4: ran over to the river and scooped up the water. What does she try and do with that? You
2: do a chemical analysis. I I mean, I
1: think that if you're going to go into, like, we're obviously dealing with some sort of magic here. That they talk about like potentially, potentially, but we well, there's something, there's some uh, right. whatever you want to call it, there's something supernatural at work here that's brought these people back to life, or super technological. Right. I guess it could be a different take. I'm, I'm leaning, leaning more agree.
2: technological.
1: Okay, I want to hear your theory on that. But like the the Civil War soldiers all dying in there. If you're treating death as a force, life and death as a force, yeah, that much death in one place might create some sort of balance that's outweighed by bringing people totally back to life. There's
2: a karmic imbalance of all. All this death, so now <laughs> the Earth is compensating by brings people back to life. But my crazy theory, just, okay. my yeah. crazy Wait. theory There's is: more? I, I mean, aliens, <laughs> aliens were brought up in this episode. I know that it was from Ray, and we can't necessarily trust Ray's opinion I on trust that. Him, um, I trust him too. But what if aliens took a sample of this water, and in that sample was the DNA
1: of two people? What do you do with this? Right. I
4: think we stick you with clone. that being a yeah. crazy theory. You
1: clone. I mean, that's, that's not insane of a theory. But the big question is, no clone would have the memories right. of exactly. the person that they were these cloned are the from. are people. Not in the sense that, that we know just. cloning, just growing a person from <laughs> DNA. But if you assume that the brain is a map of all of your memories and feelings, mm. then if you can figure out a way to bring that up if you go like the sixth day on it or uh, okay well, yeah but now that's, we're getting, getting into deep okay. sci-fi uh-huh, uh-huh. but
2: here's the thing fine <laughs> exactly. all of Jacob's body is in this river but only half of Caleb's remains in there so I are, are in there so you know it's not like they dumped all of his brain in there there's no way yes. to be sure.
3: Yeah, I think you're stretching it. I think I think there's more to it. I think we I gotta th- come back.
2: Down I think this is yeah. early <laughs> right. in
1: the season. I think I they agree. are stringing I us agree. down.
2: Gee, it is yeah. never
1: too. They're early. taking us there, down the river. There on is, this is one. always time for wild, wild theorizing. Oh, there's time. Just yeah.
3: don't get too. <laughs> okay, don't drown okay.
1: yourself <laughs> right. in the river.
3: But fine. let's talk about. Okay.
1: <laughs> but there's there's so much to talk about. We're gonna talk about Ray and his theories on the situation right after. We're just gonna we're gonna take a quick brief moment and talk about iTunes. Let's do it folks at home uh, can i <laughs> implore you can i ask you for your help i want to enlist you in our resurrection team we need your help to make this show the best it can be go on to itunes go on to the youtube if you go on itunes give us a rating go on and leave us a review we want to know what you think of the show and we want to help you and it really does help us not it doesn't just help us feel good about our day but it really does it, it <laughs> like, lights up my face when i see a good review about the show but it also helps our bosses at AfterBuzz tv know we're doing a good job it helps the people that other people that are looking at different podcasts know that we're doing a good job it helps us stay relevant and it helps us be on the front of potential guests that we might want to bring on there's some stuff in the works i can't can we tease anything yet uh Uh, not just yet okay but we will be able to next week but by giving us good reviews that is helping us to get cool guests on the show to answer the questions that you want to know about so please go on to itunes hit us with a review and the bonus is you get a shout out if you give us a review so i want to give a quick shout out to some people uh jones tyler jonas tyler great podcast for a great show synergy (laughs) that's Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Has, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag synergy. Yeah. Nice. Um, Buffy VS says great podcast. I'm so glad that After Buzz is covering this show. The hosts and quality are awesome. Thanks. There thank you, you Buffy thank you. VS. Welcome, oh. Um Rocking the podcast. Born from, from born dot 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 again. Ooh. Oh no! Nice. <laughs> I guess the Resurrection fans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not sure about the TV show, but liking the podcast. Watching the pilot of Resurrection and getting too much under the dome vibe. Hey, what's but wrong with Under the Dome? There's she, but the, but they're sticking with it. Okay. Podcast rocks with Matt on board. Oh, well, thank you very much. Love the After Buzz. Matt's yeah. okay. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Matt. he's alright. I, <laughs> I enjoy having Retress Matt here. Turn his mic down. <laughs>
2: yeah,
5: <laughs> um, don't
1: don't turn me down. And I like then this that. one, this wow. one for totally selfish reasons, was like my favorite yeah. review. Oh, here from, we go. From, Read it. Tony movie, nineteen seventy nine. Says, good job, guys. Zach is a great host. Two new panelists are great too. G. Madison and Chelsea. Hey. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Nice. I think that's the first person that shouted me off for being a great host, and I truly, truly appreciate Drink it. Drink in this moment, Zach. It's
2: important. Slowly, <laughs> um, sip it. I
1: do. Sip I this do want to shout one person from uh, from our YouTube um, uh, comments. Uh, Lily Purr mentions that she says, "Hmm, in the pilot, doesn't it show Marty with his wife in a picture? Not to say that it can't happen between Mag and him, but yeah." Um, I, we looked it up, Matt, and I went yeah. back and rewatched the pilot, and there is a picture of him and a woman on his desk, and it's shattered when he's playing with that. And ball. he's not
4: wearing a wedding ring. He's
1: not wearing a wedding ring,
2: and he has an awful and, lot of free time. Yeah, someone and no, who's it's calling him asking where he. <laughs> to play a He,
1: mentions, he yeah. mentions that in that moment that she basically left him right. for somebody with more. He puts it ambition, and his coworker points out that he's talking about money. Yes, mm. so. Um, that so, it's a good question because there is clearly some kind of romantic background to him mm-hmm. that they didn't. They didn't just throw that in. I think that's going to be important as we go forward. We still don't know about Marty's Secret. backstory. We don't really we don't know, know about anything about Marty. Yeah, I mean, we get and we get a little bit of Marty and Maggie flirting Sh- action. Margie, yeah, Margie. Mar- Yuck! <laughs> yeah, I hate
5: those.
3: We're gonna have to find yeah. a better one for Mag- Yeah, but it's crazy how we follow 13. him through this whole storyline, and he's the one person who we don't know. Anything yeah. about
1: he does? He does ask her out in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Which, finally, which For then a casual she has to, yeah, a casual dinner. But we know what's up. There's like smiles back and forth. She didn't wear short shorts apropos of nothing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And his tail was definitely
3: between his legs walking back to the car. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Marty. Hmm. I'm a little. I'm almost worried though because it's getting out so, so quickly that. That makes me worry that something's going to go wrong. Like oh, this is happening so quickly, it makes me worry that something's going to go wrong soon.
5: Mm. Mm. No,
1: I'm never dating
3: you because yeah. you just think, oh man, if I take you out to dinner, you just would think well, that. This is I'm why there. my
1: relationships are not on television. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, sorry,
2: Matt. What are you? No, what? I look. I I understand your fears I I know you very well You've watched a lot of television When a romance is introduced this early There's going to be a complication Mm -hmm. Later in the season Uh, I'm pretty sure Just throwing this out there That it's going to be her mom returning Uh, And that's going to kind of put her off dating For a little while As her world (laughs) is completely rocked
1: Well so far We've at the end like uh, In each episode We've met one more returned Yeah and that's been, I mean, so so if we follow that pattern, maybe episode four we do meet Barbara. Yeah, I'm, it would certainly we'll it rock it really yeah, a I lot of the coming. show. But we'll save that all for predictions. Let's do that's that. That's Big predictions. We'll sorry, talk about it Zach. later. I want to talk don't about go, Ray so, and his theories. Let's do it. Um Ray very very quickly. Uh, he he's searching. He thinks he knows what's up. When they they find him like watching them at the woods and those. And those holes, which again, so much in this episode. So weird. Wow. Um but Ray so they're digging for those holes, and we did Ray didn't dig all those, right?
4: I don't think I don't so. Think no, so. he was I was think very Caleb one hundred percent did.
1: I think they were Caleb holes. Yeah. I know we know that Caleb dug the one with the mask. And I it, he he and all it all seems them. to reason he dug more looking for the, the money right. that he couldn't find. Um I just wonder if then Ray was digging, looking for whatever Caleb was looking for. I don't think so.
4: I don't think so either. I think when they first introduced Ray, I was totally turned off by his character. And i a total nut job. I still think he's a little crazy, but I really do think that he's onto something. Um,
2: or just that there's something wrong with these people, that we shouldn't trust them? Or what do you mean?
4: I think he's he definitely, I feel like he's the only one that realizes that Caleb is clearly not here for the right reasons, or he has a huge backstory. I feel like no one else has called out Caleb's, what he's doing here.
3: I, I don't want to make Ray into, like, an, an animal or anything, but it's, it's almost like when you when you walk in the house and or you walk with someone and the dog who's nice to everyone starts mm-hmm. to bark at someone, yeah, and you're kind of like, wait, I didn't... Wait, what is it about this person? And I yeah. feel like that's the feeling I get from Ray, where yeah. Ray is normally just... Happy go lucky, kinda of on onto you know on his own, you know, um, on his own step. Well I do and, we- and then now he's kind of his barking, intuition kind of growling a little bit kicking. and it's kind of pointing direction at these people, especially at Caleb, to say, you know, don't well, don't he- let your guard down around thing. him too yeah. much.
2: He's obviously been in- investigating his father's death since his dad died. Right. Mm-hmm. He has he didn't just That's get true. these clippings. So these suspicions it's a huge shock to see your father walking around again, but he already kind of assumed that there was a conspiracy involving their deaths. He may have been expecting some kind of return for a very long time, which seems crazy.
1: But here they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ray the thing is, I don't think he is very happy. Go look they talk about last month he thought the mailman was working for the NSA. He's a mm-hmm. paranoid schizophrenic what to a if certain extent. The mailman was would... working for the NSA. Maybe he is. I mean Ray is very there's there's he Ray is mentally disturbed. Clearly, he, he is. Yes. He yeah, there he has some, He's a conspiracy theorist. But there's some clarity yeah, but, there too. But that's, not just see, a conspiracy theorist. So he's he's got a there's something misfiring. He, he has some sort of disability, and I, but I think that that may aid him in seeing through this That's in ways that everybody else is not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Much like you, Jay was talking about the uh, the dog theory, there's a certain sixth sense that Ray is having because he's not focused on the what he's seeing in the front of his brain. He's, he's just seeing with the back, mm-hmm. seeing with his instincts. Mm-hmm. His instincts tell him, don't trust this person. It mm-hmm. doesn't help yeah. to have done so much research since you know, since his
3: dad died, for, for sure. I think that it's kind of a preconceived idea and then here it is in front of you. Like This must be what I've been reading about and what, what yeah. puzzle pieces I've been putting together all these years anyway.
1: Well, there's the, there's the, the B&E and stuff that's going on around his father's death that we pretty much feel like Caleb is probably responsible. He's not a clean guy. He's not exactly free of crime. Right. But the other stuff that Ray talks about going on that day... That not only did the two of them die in the river, Caleb died much later. But on that same day that they died in the river, a plane crashed
5: mm-hmm. with or something and three crashed. people
1: died. Now Ray jumps to a wild conclusion mm-hmm. that it's aliens, and I th- I don't think that that's Mm-mm. going a track that we're going down, but. Where are those people that those other 3 people that died? I think that the the fact that it died they died on the same day is not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And that those we may see those people yet. Did they crash in the river? We, no, we just I just it was somewhere town. yeah, it was somewhere nearby, yeah. but Caleb didn't die in the river either. Right. Yeah.
2: Although uh, here is a confusion that I had. Um and I'm I'm fully ready to admit that I was wrong when I said that he died while driving. But I feel like last episode, they said something about... He he actually said that he had a heart attack while he was driving. That's what he said.
1: But in this one, they say that he was at his hunting shack.
2: Right. Yeah. So So what was it?
1: Someone says that he was at his hunting shack. Yeah. That's right. Maggie says says that. That's how she knew the story. Now, we've already seen one case where the death was... Just people drew the conclusions from the evidence they had, and that was just wrong. Yeah, Telephone. We're uh, with uh, Jacob and Barbara at the river, and the and the man and Jacob is able to give new details that totally fit the evidence. So we see a new version of the story, completely mm-hmm. changes people's perspective right.
2: on it. Well, let's let's remember the person who found Caleb at the at the hunting lodge with a massive coronary was his partner in crime, who he he murdered in last episode. Yes. Um. So <laughs> then it begs the question: Did he? Have a coronary, or was he maybe poisoned somehow?
1: It's always possible they wouldn't necessarily, if they didn't suspect foul play for other reasons, they, they might be not have looked for it. a needle point, and that's all it needs. Right, so it's all you need to poison somebody and fake a heart attack. Yeah, or something in your drink. I mean, it could have been a lot of different things. But, but I mean, if you're
2: not looking for it, then right. you know, and you when might we all it, it day.
1: and when we first catch up to Caleb in this episode, Marty's sort of Marty's grilling him mm-hmm. about it. Hard, He's, yeah, he is. But not, as he should. Yeah. I mean he he's got a he's got a big rap sheet, B and E. He's still he's still copper wire from a retirement home, like not a nice guy. He's kinda <laughs> not... outside
3: of his jurisdiction. Way outside though.
1: Oh yeah, but Marty? that doesn't... yeah, it's kinda like, he, who he are is, you? You're but... in my
3: house questioning me and you're immigration like what?
2: Yeah. He's kind of he's, he's kind of, throwing his weight around where he shouldn't be. He right. needs to watch it cuz there's two episodes in a row that he's doing that. But
1: Marty makes a Mike Marty makes a good point where he's talking about like he in his experience as a cop, yeah. which is a new reveal these for us. These kinds of guys cop, these kinds of people don't change. Yeah. They di- they just don't they don't learn from their mistakes, which Caleb responds by saying like that's a pretty pessimistic view of the world, that we nobody We didn't doubt can that anyway
3: though. Yeah. We didn't doubt that anyway. he just killed someone last episode. We didn't doubt that he was
1: that he was the same as he could have been before. But what are his motives behind all that? Mm-hmm. I wonder because he talks about being brought back to say to protect his family. What are the threats Protected from of, what? From his family. Yeah, what are right. the, what, like what if this guy now that Cable's back is going to come after all of them for something that we that the family may be completely unaware of.
4: Yeah.
1: I just don't see that come I don't see that
2: as as a as a threat. He was shocked. To see Caleb alive before Caleb wailed on him with that hammer. Mm -hmm. He was stunned. Mm -hmm. He had no idea that these people were coming back. He hadn't touched the family in years. He -hmm. hadn't gone near them. He had moved to another town. hes I mean, he's in... And bought a
1: house? Or no, (laughs)
2: I'm I'm confused. Sam is the one who lives in Newton. The partner didn't live in Newton. But what's really
1: eerie is about that whole conversation is how it ends with Caleb. And he says, uh, it's not going to end well for that kid. Mm -hmm. He sort of talks about this is finally somebody's acknowledging the fact that these people are something brand new to the world. And why haven't the why hasn't the government, I guess, because nobody's reported it in Marty's not calling it in yet. But why hasn't anybody reported that there's a scientific anomaly in this tiny little town that somebody should probably be studying medically. At a much higher level, like with big CAT scans and MRIs. Who's going
2: to believe Yeah. I mean, who would they send? Do you know? Bill Nye? I don't think he's contracted <laughs> by the government. And he would also cause too much of a scene. Celebrity.
1: Mm-hmm, fair. Yeah. They would go crazy. Yeah.
2: But I, I don't know. <laughs> who Who do you send if you get that call? Do you send huh. anybody? Or do you think that they're crackpots?
3: Well, you send in the government. You send in the people with the big jackets, big black jackets and big guns. Yeah, but guns. they don't
4: have, there's, there's no paper manual on what to do in this situation. Right. So is- I don't. I think they'd be just completely useless, as we would in case you know, of an
3: alien invasion.
1: Yeah,
4: it's two steps, one through ten.
1: Yeah,
3: not
4: nah,
1: maybe not. Well, uh, they. I think they have to send somebody. Like Marty's trying to sort of hiding it right now. Yeah, because they've already found this kid, and they're like they've just handed this kid over to these people, assuming that they're his parents, even though he died genetically there yeah i mean that alone i mean there's your proof right there that's enough to get a government level scientist involved i think so too but the the, you know the fact that he's keeping
3: it from everyone i think that he knows that if he says something too loudly i'm sure that it may just get shut down altogether the
2: whole town will just get like i I mean not like under the dome dome but like like quarantined (laughs) like you know
1: like the the dome in they get um, shut down
2: the and Outbreak.
1: I mean, I you have the guys feel- in white suits like E.T. just swarming exactly. to take Jacob away. Yeah.
4: I just don't think... I don't know. Something to me is just that's so not the direction that we're about to go. I think more than half of this battle that it's setting, setting us up for, obviously you need reasons and clues and solid facts how these people are coming back from the death. But at the same time, I feel like it's such a mental game, you mm-hmm. know, and who believes and who doesn't. And for me, that's what the show is about. You know, you have the Lucille's and then you have the Henry's, you know, and ev- everything kind of in between. So to me it's more so of a total mindset as mm-hmm. opposed to, well when I ran this test, this is how this person is back yeah. to life, even though his remains are here and blah 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 blah.
1: Well I think you hit on a good point there because it is who believes. And mm-hmm. like if if you do believe, what does that do? Because there's a lot of fear that comes in believing it yeah. or not believing it. And we right. see that At the personified. Church. Yeah, exactly. At the church. And uh, Helen, this, the woman who like took her kid away when they, uh. Jacob went to play last week, she's, she goes up to Pastor Tom and she doesn't want lucille and jacob in the church she's yeah. turning the coffee boy and yeah. she Absolutely. brings that Helen's to has got to go she brings that to the board i mean we have a really sweet scene with tom and jacob where these like they're drawing jacob's drawing and he's like oh you should totally do the unicorn fighting the werewolf yeah that, yeah. Wasn't wasn't that, cool? Cool. that was they, cool they're old buddies like yeah it's weird that the age difference is now completely different but these right. were best friends at one time it's but there's a there's a paranoid fear from the church because and they say like what if are you sure that that pastor Tom says like a God will show us the way with this it's just what if he's not the one behind it mm-hmm. which is something I think everyone is thinking like this is somebody reborn it's so miraculous there must be something bad behind it wow. yeah. and that sucks that sucks yeah but that's that's scary. That people jump immediately to the pessimist, p- pessimistic side. That they're they're so scared of something new and mir- miraculous that mm-hmm. they instantly believe it's they're they scared of it. They're scared instantly.
4: Yeah. Are shutting it down in the church, yeah. which is
3: yeah, push the, them away. Something right. we don't the unknown push it away. Right. I think it's the I think it's the human. Um, this is the way that we are. In it's our the society. fear of the other. This is yeah, yeah, or the fear of the unknown for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah and it's, it it sucks that they're showing it in the church i think it's a great mirror for our society right now actually it's interesting
1: mm-hmm. so now jacob has been pushed i mean you, it's the, the what you expect from a like any christianic like judo christianic religion that the, you want to reach out to the people that you think might need your help not push them away mm-hmm. bring them in save yeah, them exactly. don't well, Stop here's the,
2: the the big pressing question from Helen is, you are uh, she says to Tom, you're assuming that he came from God. What if he came from the other place? Yeah. You know, it, what if this is Satan trying to tempt us? Which, I mean, entirely valid because we have very few, uh, very few real answers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if this is a spiritual question, we can't assume that they're here for the right reasons because why would they pick Caleb?
4: right. I see where you're going with that and I do agree with you, but I think at the same time maybe the way that they handled it with the secret board meeting and oh, Helen 100% that's so wrong.
2: the wrong way mm-hmm. of going about it, but that's more Helen than it is about the position uh, of, of of we need to actively consider that dark forces, Maybe behind their
1: return, and they just. But the board just decides that he's evil without, like, they don't even invite in a party that might think otherwise. This is a small town. They're just
2: they're concerned with protecting their own. And as of right now, until they see more proof that they can understand and accept these returned people, people are not theirs. Are not theirs. Mm-hmm. They are not mm-hmm. us. They are something else. They could be potentially dangerous, and we don't want them mixing with our people. Exactly, which is the worst and a completely backwards position. Yes. But you understand why they're reaching that that conclusion, mm-hmm. even if we can't agree with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah.
1: the thing is that like, if you look at... I'm trying to find a pattern in who's been brought back. Because so far we have Jacob, mm-hmm. an innocent little boy. So the redemption theory is out. Because what does Jacob have to be redeemed for? You mm-hmm. have Caleb, a, a criminal dad who has to, who like wants to protect his kids but didn't do a very good job at at like being Bring a family up. man at yeah. the time. And now the new returned Rachel. Who it looks like uh, maybe a former flame Scandalous. of yeah, Pastor Tom, I believe. it. Yeah, it looks like a former fiance of Pastor Tom who died. We don't know how yet. Yeah, but she died. She's back, and she asked the mm-hmm. question. The, it's very interesting to see her reaction to it because we don't know her story, but we seem she seems like a good person. She's so yeah.
4: upset. I'm going She's kind
1: of th- reacting, kind of like Jacob did mm-hmm. a little, yeah. a little, mm-hmm. a little bit. When
4: she asked, did I really die. Mm-hmm. Can I
2: throw out another theory that may be less far fetched? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what if just on the base notion of it, all of the people who came back, they came back because people who knew them in their lives before need them to. On some level, the I love the, that. the Langstons need to have Jacob back in their lives so that they can deal with a death that mm-hmm. ultimately they never dealt with properly. Uh, Tom has or uh, Caleb uh, is coming back because these kids needed a father and maybe he needs to redeem himself in that and and Ray needs to be able to move on past this stuff. Mm. And maybe Tom made the wrong choice. He he married someone that maybe he shouldn't have and he needs to face that. We still haven't met his his wife. wife. Exactly. And I I think who that person is is going to play a big role in whether or not what I'm saying has any merit. It's such
1: a scary thing to think about. Somebody that you... they left your lo- she left his life for no nobody did anything wrong on either side presumably if like, we still don't know that whole story but i'm assuming that they had a good relationship yeah. up until this point up until the point that she died and he moves on who are you, who are you talking about rachel. Oh, rachel rachel and pastor and tom, tom okay. sorry um they had a good relationship up to this point but then she passes away and he moves on. He has to move on with his life. Mm-hmm. I See, the thing is, like, I think that what's different there is that I think Lucille and Henry, yes, they're always going to be sad at the death of a child. How could they ever not be? But I felt like the way we met them, they were in a fairly good place. They weren't mo- still mourning. They weren't yeah. doing anything unhealthy. They seemed to be fairly happy. So I don't know that it's about things that are unhealthy. Resolved in that case, unless there's stuff we haven't seen before. That's why it's it's tough because there's no discernible pattern between these three people. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. not yet. Be, yeah. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Except for the first two and the river. Yeah. And that's gonna be the big question. And let's let's talk real briefly, something completely like a little bit different, different track, but Fred and Sam. Yes. Let's talk let's go. about that awesome scene he walks in that he's just wearing his baseball so cap no cop gear he's like there unofficially but, but his gun is there his gun, mm-hmm. his gun yeah, was was his gun. yeah his gun was tucked into the back of his pants mm-hmm. but it was kind of out there it's kind of like oh man i do wonder
3: you, if he
2: knew do you, yeah that's my big question if he was there did, did he know that sam was there no, oh
1: absolutely not no he absolutely I, I think agreed. he totally he did absolutely you he did. Knew. He knew yeah it was a challenge walks in there he says i haven't been to newton in a while Give me a whiskey straight up, and then with no provocation, nobody asks how his day's going. Nobody asks what he's doing there. He well, just holds into his tirade. I for bartended bar for a long time.
4: The stories when people sit down, this is why I'm, <laughs> this is why I'm looking at it differently. As a bart, you don't ask. You know what I mean? People right. just start talking without. But, but I, did you see I, I her like, face, though? you see her a face? Small, yeah. This is a
1: small town. Yeah. I think that they're aware of who he is. Mm-hmm. He may not have been to Newton in a while, but he's a, he's the, the law yeah. of yeah. that town. They know who he is, whether or not he's wearing a cop uniform. Right. And he just goes and he starts loudly very loudly and pronounced talking about how he is going he's so he seems to, at first it seems like he's just venting yeah and then he goes like if i just saw, uh you want i wanted him to be the one so that i could take my revenge on him mm. I, but he even though he's wanted wanted not to know even though he's yeah. not if i see his face if he shows his face to me and he yeah. makes a point of saying there isn't a town in this state where i couldn't find him
3: yeah I would yeah. kill him. He's sitting down the bar gets, from him, yeah. I
1: see his face. I'm gonna kill him. Yeah,
3: it's basically what he says. Which is kind of which is kind of like that guy who wants to fight and mm-hmm. says, "I'm gonna beat you up," and then t- yeah. pushes you, you. Do you or know. gets in your face like this. He was he yeah. was He's just like,
2: he was swinging his dick a little bit. Yep. he wanted him <laughs> he to know that thing. He wanted him to mm-hmm. know. Uh, I know. I know where to find you. I know you slept with my wife. But what is you that? You better believe that I have a gun. But why? But why do that? Yeah, because he's grappling with something huge here. He's not. He's not a guy who makes empty threats, though. No. This. Listen. This is a guy who has power, who has a gun. We don't know if he has killed people before in the line of duty. He finds out that his wife, who he has been canonizing as Saint Barbara all these years. Uh You know, mourning the loss of his beautiful, saintly wife who 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 died trying to save his nephew. Died trying to save his nephew, who he wasn't good enough to when she was alive Mm -hmm. with her postpartum depression. And then he finds out that she was sleeping around with this guy. Mm -hmm. He knows who he is. He he's too arrogant and he's too much of a dick not to rub it in his face. Like, look, pal, if I see you come around, I will kill you. I can kill you I wish you had murdered my wife so that I could get away with it yeah that's yeah, that's, heavy. Huge. that's huge heavy. Heavy. some
3: dark stuff right yeah. there exactly I don't, and see that makes me feel because I really trust this guy I really know that he will do what he says he will do mm-hmm. right I just feel that from him I now I feel like he may not know that he was there because he would have just I don't, taken him outside. I don't think he would have just he waited knew. in the
2: car and got him when he came out. Yeah. He would have. He would have finished the deal. I feel like he was sending a message. This is a guy who has years of anger about losing his wife pent up inside of him. Oh yeah, I can mm-hmm. feel And now too. Yeah. he has a place where he could put all of that anger, but now he has no legal recourse. Yeah. So he's just making it known, like, dude, you are the luckiest guy in the world. Because I can't kill you, but you better
1: believe that I would if I could. This is him. He's just like unzips his pants, bam, slaps it on the table. <laughs> this is
2: my dick. It shoots
1: bullets. <laughs> it's exactly that's exactly what he's doing yeah. here. He is he oh is saying he's daring gosh. him. He is daring him to make to 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 do anything. To because he says your I don't your know. Face. I just
4: yeah, I he
2: just don't. He knows don't who he knows who he is. He knows who he is because because uh, like Henry told point, him. He, yes, I agree.
4: Yeah, he knows who he is. He can find out where he lives. Like we said, it's not like they're living in New York City, yeah. you know, it's a town of 50 people so <laughs> it's not a town of
1: 50 people 51 51
4: 51 jacob's back but what i'm saying <laughs> is that if he wanted to do something he would go and do it i don't think he Red's needed what I'm to saying. make this right. huge dramatic thing in a bar to say i will kill you and i don't think he's it matters still a if police he's a officer I, but i don't think that that matters because anyone who's in a relationship let alone a marriage if there was any sort of cheating going on that person's going to be very angry regardless if you have a cop badge or not you're going to want to seek some sort of revenge whether you do it or not that feeling's there i agree so i don't know
1: it's it's going to be interesting to see how their dynamic evolves as we go um let's go quickly into some uh some news and gossips for ratings check okay (laughs) tv news well, uh, the ratings came in. I I, I only really have the um, the initial numbers, but those were staggering, mm-hmm. even without the DVR. Eleven point two five million wow. viewers God, initially. So cool. Oh my just gosh! At airtime, mm-hmm. that's enormous for a second episode to carry over Amazing. from seventeen million down to eleven million. That's it's, it's huge numbers. Um, I know at TV by the numbers, the cancellation bear on it was saying like it's already predicting a renew renewal for season yeah. two. Right? I don't go. think wow. ABC is planning a back nine for this. I think it's a very, I think they planned it out for a thirteen episode season. Cool. But I. But it sounds like they with these kind of numbers, there's no way that they could cancel it. Right? Yes. Uh, Good.
2: The the second week. It remained uh, strong in the demo as well, in the 18 to 49 demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got a 3.8 in its premiere rating, but then the second episode
1: got a 3.1. Only seven-tenths of, uh, of a point good drop, one, yeah. which is huge. Cool. I mean, it's a good show, and the, the previews especially for like the upcoming stuff leave us with so much like intrigue every week. Mm-hmm. And so with that, let's talk about predictions. Yes. <laughs>
0: and now, you're after Buzz
1: TV <laughs> predictions. <laughs> it's so much creepier with this show because there's like real so ghosts creepy. in here I involved know. here. <laughs> um,
2: well, I think the biggest thing that's going to be coming down in the next in the next episode is uh is the crime scene. The Caleb totally left behind. Oh, oh he didn't, we didn't clean even up, cl- Talk about yeah, that. He didn't so clean horrible. up the body. Oh, you Marty mean that finds it and yeah. blood everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Which, like, I mean, gee, you you said it best. Uh, when you quoted me from last episode, when you're like, "Did you just um, do that?" Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, where you said, you know, Caleb may be a criminal, but he's not necessarily a good one or a smart one. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's like the first rule of murder is you hide the evidence, and you, you don't big leave, dummy. A, and you
3: don't leave all the holes open like that. You what? put the things back to show that you're not
1: looking for something. Yeah, like yeah. She just... was washing the hammer not... when Marty came over. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. horrible.
2: And you don't leave the mask in the in the ground for right. people to find. Right. So, right. Body? right Rain? so in the preview we do see um oh my gosh. we do see Caleb uh being drawn down on by uh by sorry by Fred uh you know who's got his shotgun so yeah. there's going to be a nice little
1: investigation mm-hmm. on that Which end. I think they're going to be pretty quick to know what happened and yep. who's mm-hmm. behind it
2: it's pretty obvious mm-hmm. yeah. and you know Caleb just needs to learn about DNA evidence also Caleb shows up at Elaine's job which is the same bank that he robbed before he died Mm -hmm. probably looking for records on her computer you see him on that computer Mm -hmm. yeah
1: exactly I mean he only died 13 years ago they had computers back then they had the internet back then he He was just impressed yeah yeah he was getting stuff
3: done this Roadrunner what is this
2: the other big thing (laughs) funny the other big thing
1: (laughs) is uh, Jacob says that he can feel Caleb Right, that's yeah, huge. That's huge. That means that there is something biologically connected between them, mm-hmm. like twins in a way. Yes. If you assume if we if we go into that analogy, mm-hmm, if they're mm-hmm. grown from the same seeds, mm-hmm. from the same like egg, but then like their uh, DNA is inserted and they grow into this being. If we go back to your yeah. crazy clone theory, <laughs> crazy, we stay clone away from that. One. It's crazy, but there could be a, a nugget of truth in there that could inform us where we get into it a little bit more later. We know they're
3: connected. We just don't know how yet.
1: Yes. yes oh well, they're clearly connected Just right by what are they sharing some new synthetic soul of mm-hmm. some kind <laughs> that's sorry that's a random almost human reference yeah. but synthetic soul. are they clones is it alien stuff or
2: did god or the devil send them back with some kind of holy or unholy mission we really don't and
3: know. my prediction is that they were something kind of a uh, an homage to a uh To a Trojan horse Right Where they're just Mm -hmm. Kind of the shell Of a human And they just kind of Implanted or inserted With this information In this past That that they would
1: use To kind of Vi- you know get back into these infiltrate
2: lives infiltrate mm-hmm. the human race is right. there
1: an invasion of whatever the returned are of humans coming <laughs> yeah and we won't know until a few we- until next week oh, we'll get a little bit we're more excited all right. all right let's uh chelsea Breeze, where can the people find you
4: you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at c Breech, c-b-r-i-c-h-e
3: find me on instagram at g madison that's g-m-a-d-i-s-o-n and the number four
2: all right. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also go to my YouTube channel mm. where you can find uh, all my videos, sketches, AfterBuzz TV shows, and my videos for my new gig over
1: at SourceFed. Woo! uh you guys can find me online at that zach wilson on twitter or on instagram and you can also catch me here on AfterBuzz on uh, helix we got the big finale like last two episodes coming up with matt lieberman uh, on Grimm and archer uh that's gonna do it for resurrection i'm zach wilson and thanks for geeking out with us yeah. all right
0: from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network